morning, everyone. Uh, as Pastor Paul said, welcome to uh, the first full week of Lent. And I definitely appreciate everyone. One of my prayer requests uh, at a house church last uh, two house churches was uh, prayer for uh, this morning right now. So I uh, appreciate everyone's prayer. Uh, speaking of prayer, uh, let's open with uh, prayer, please. Uh, I will pray. Father God, uh, thank you so much for uh, this time to uh, learn more about your word. Uh, thank you so much for this time to, to worship you uh, and, and learn just a little bit more about uh, Paul's letter to the Romans. Um, we just ask that, uh, that you uh, use me, that you speak through me, um, and, and we just really pray that uh, this is uh, the first full week and, and, and really that we start to um, really learn in your word and grow in your word uh, and, and really understand and appreciate um, the, the season of Lent as we lead, lead into Easter. Uh, again, we give so much thanks and uh, we pray for all these things in your son's precious name. Amen. So again, good morning, everyone. Uh, Pastor Paul uh, asked me to uh, discuss uh, Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. So uh, I know a lot of you may be driving or, or getting ready for work, so uh, please allow me to uh, read this passage. Um, this passage, Romans 1, uh, chapter 1, 18 through 23. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness, godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Uh, that is Romans chapter one, verses 18 through 23. Uh, and, and so, as I tried to uh, do a little bit of, of research yesterday uh, and really uh, this morning into, uh, you know, what what we just read, Romans 1, 8, 18 through 23, um, the main passage here is about God's wrath uh, against the sinfulness of, of humanity. And really, uh, if we take one quick step back to uh, last Friday when Pastor Paul um, sh shared about Romans 1, and it really is, is important because Romans 1, 17, um, it, it talks about God's righteousness. Um, and God's righteousness, it directly correlates and directly, directly leads into this passage because God's wrath is not without, um, it's not without merit, if that makes sense. And really, to, to really think about it, it, oftentimes it's difficult. It's a difficult topic for me personally to reconcile the idea of God who is loving, careful, or ca loves us, is merciful, uh, is full of grace. Uh, and also the idea that God is wrathful. 
uh, God uh, is is wrathful. But I've come to realize that that really Lent and and Lent and really the cross is where these two ideas merge and these two ideas meet, where love and wrath and justice and mercy are powerfully and equally displayed by Jesus dying on the cross. So that that really was a, a as I went through this yesterday and today, that really was a shift in the attitude that I had with God's wrath and understanding why God's wrath is important. A lot of times in uh, in church, it's, it's, especially growing up for me, God's wrath wasn't always discussed. There was always, you know, God's love, God's mirth, God's mercy. Uh, pray for things and things will, you know, almost be given to you to a certain extent. And I know that's unpopular, uh, nowadays, but really, uh, we need to understand that God's wrath is also understanding that man is sinful and, and man is separate from God. And really, this goes back all the way back to Genesis three and, and the first sin. So uh, God's wrath is because of two things. And it's right there uh, in, in verse 18. It's because man is godlessness and, and man or people are wicked. So those two um, those two ideas is why God is is wrathful. And again, kind of going through uh, these verses, what really stuck out to me um, was as we get towards the, the, the end of it, really verses 21 through 23. And, and if you don't mind, I'll just read it for you really quick to, to keep it fresh at the top of everyone's head. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Really, we have inexcusably rejected God's revelation. And instead, we've, re- we've almost resorted to inventing gods of our own. We uh, idolize our children. We I- idolize money. We I- I- idolize status. Uh, we idolize material things, right? And, and we all do that when we all put those things ahead of God. And, and that's why God's wrathful. Um, it, I also, in reading through this, I came across uh, a commentary where John three thirty six: he who believes in the son has eternal life, but he who does not obey the son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. And I get, and, and really, I take that to mean is when we put false idols ahead of God, that's where we see God's wrath. Uh, and, and, I, and really, that, 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 I take that as, as one of the key, um, the key points of, of these verses. Uh, we have to remember man is sinful, and, and, and I don't want to always just, you know, harp on being negative, but it's important to remember that we are sinful. Um, and that we are deserving of God's wrath. Uh, let's see. And, and I, I also wrote a note here um, in that God pouring out his wrath on those who rejected his revelation of himself, who instead turned to worship the creature rather than the creator. And, and when we stand before him, you know, do we have a chance of winning our case? Uh, and, and really, to, to really do that, we have to, you know, put those things that we idolize aside and we have to remember, um, we have to remember God. And so thinking that 
God, you know, we've all sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But I'm going to do a, a shameless uh, JD1 plug. For, the, for those of you that have taken um, JD1, uh, and, and Beth and I are, are really lucky because we've had two two really great uh, JD1 classes, and we're, we're right in the middle of one right now. And, and the last JD1 study that we did was on Nicodemus part two. And in Nicodemus part two, uh, and it's really summarized in, in John chapter three, verses 14 and 15, where, he's, where, where Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. And Jesus talks about Moses lifting up this, the, the bronze stake in the desert. Uh, and, and so the son of man must be lifted up as well. And, and how, how I'm gonna relate this to God's wrath is that again, remember we're all sinful. We all deserve God's wrath. But in Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 through 9 in the Old Testament, the Israelites complained, and these venomous snakes came and bit them. And and when they bit them, they would die. But God is going to save them. God tells Moses, hey, Moses, make a bronze snake, put it on a pole, lift it up high, and whoever sees this bronze snake uh, would be healed and would be saved. And just like Jesus' death on the cross, whoever sees Jesus' death, and believes in, in, in Jesus' death and resurrection, they'll also be saved and they'll be cured of death and they'll have eternal life uh, with Christ. So uh, again, going back to we are, des- we are sinful, we are deserving of God's wrath. But if we take a look at Nicodemus talking to Jesus, Moses lifting up the bronze snake, Jesus, right, we're, in, we're right in Lent, going, heading up into Easter, Jesus is dying on the cross and, and being resurrected, if we look at that and believe that, then we, we, you know, we can take God's wrath, but actually we don't take God's wrath. Jesus takes our God's wrath for us. Uh, and, and really we deserve it because again, I can't stress this enough, we're sinful, but Jesus's death on the cross is, is his way of taking that wrath from us. Uh, and, and that's really, you know, that, that really stuck up to me as, as I read this. So, um, again, how, how do we apply, how do we apply this? How do we glorify God and, and give things? We glorify God. Uh, Pastor Paul mentioned this uh, a couple weeks ago through intercessory prayer. That's the way to, to glorify God. We pray for, uh, we pray for, if you're a shepherd, you pray for your house church. If you're in a house church, please pray. Pray for your shepherds. Your shepherds cannot have enough prayer. Uh, they, they, they do a lot of hard work, uh, so they need your prayer. Pray for Pastor Paul. Pray for VIPs. Um, that, that's a way to glorify God. We should also be really thankful. Uh, we should be thankful and we should give praise, especially when prayers are answered. Uh, this past Friday, we did a, a joint house church um, I'm part of ELG Venezuela House Church, and we did a joint house church with the Indonesia House Church, and it was really amazing hearing the the praise reports that prayers are answered. Uh, they're not always answered in our timeline because our timeline, it, it we don't know what our timeline is, but it's answered in God's timeline, and God always answers. So hearing those 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 you know praise reports, it, it was really just you know just so much joy and gratitude and thankfulness uh, in that house church. And it was really amazing. So uh, again, to, 
to to avoid not to avoid God's wrath, but God's wrath is taken for us through through Jesus Christ uh, and, and Jesus dying on the cross. So, um, you know that that if there's one key idea or summary to take away from uh, this this daily breath that I was uh, fortunate enough to to be able to be assigned, uh, it was that in, in learning that God's wrath is taken from taken us taken from us through through Christ's death on the cross. So, um, you know, I, I really hope that uh, as everyone has their their prayer life enriched, that um, that that's a key uh, key concept and key idea that that we all have through uh, through the the rest of today and, and into this week. So, um, that's certainly my prayer for for all of you as well. So, with that, that's all I had. Um, sorry, no, no Greek words that I can uh, dissect or, or anything like that, but uh, appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. So uh, please allow me to, to close in prayer, uh, and we'll go into our, uh, our praise song as well. Father God, uh, thank you so much for, for loving us so much that you sent your only son, Jesus, to pay for our sin, uh, and that this perfect, precious lamb, would take your wrath on our behalf. Uh, just like Moses was held, just like Moses held up the bronze snake, thank you for Jesus being lifted high on the cross so that anyone who believes would be saved from eternal death. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Uh, and may this lesson grow in our hearts, not only through this Lenten season, but through, uh, through our eternal lives here, uh, on earth. Uh, and again, Father God, we just give so much thanks for, uh, this time. We give so much thanks for technology that allows us to uh, come together uh, through this Lenten season, uh, again, to glorify you, to worship you, uh, and to learn more about you. Uh, may this just uh, really be the start of, of a great day and a great week, uh, and we give all this thanks in your son's precious name. Amen.